0: My name is Julie Turney, and this is the HR Sound Off Podcast Show, the show created for HR and business professionals to discuss pertinent topics and trends as it relates to our professions. We're going to have amazing conversations with HR professionals from all over the world, get to learn their origin stories. How did they get into this profession? What did they love about being here? And how they want to set the record straight on that one misconception that really drives them crazy about our profession. Are you ready? I'm ready. Then let's sound off. Hello everyone, and welcome to today's episode of HR Sound Off. I am your host, Julie Turney, people champion, HR for HR coach, author, speaker, podcaster. And today I am so honored. To have my friend Nikki Hoyland um, joining me today for this episode. Today's episode has two sponsors. As you know, most of our episodes are sponsored by the amazing company Hire Tool, but today this episode is sponsored by Hooler. Hey, Hey, what is Hooler, you're asking? Well, that's what Nikki's here to tell us all about. So, Nikki, welcome to the Sound Booth. How are you today? Thank you so so
1: so much for having me. Uh, I'm really good. uh, It's Friday here. I'm obviously based in the UK so it's that Friday afternoon sort of time where everybody's uh, looking forward to the weekend. And you're from Um, my
0: hometown, aren't you Nikki?
1: I know, Manchester born and bred. uh, Oh my goodness, no (laughs) way. (laughs) Respect,
0: absolute respect. (laughs) Uh It's like a beautiful day in Manchester which is sometimes very yeah, rare right it's very very rare
1: that it's not raining my friend as you as you know uh yeah so we've got a little bit of sunshine which is very nice nothing like what you get though right <laughs> oh
0: no, no although we had a freak storm two days ago it was crazy mm-hmm. mm. really crazy. Apparently we're
1: supposed to have rain now for a month so i think our summer's getting yeah. gone so hey ho uh
0: it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. So we are here to talk about Hula today. But before we get started on that, Nikki, can you give our audience a little background as to who is Nikki and you know why did you decide to create this software? Because yeah. you're talking my favorite thing, because you know I love HR Tech. So yeah. this is really a great conversation. Amazing. Tell us who is Nikki Hoyland. Yeah. Okay. So um,
1: I am the CEO of Hula. Um, we're a, a HR work technology um, business. I'm an absolute nerd for this space. I'm uh, proud to admit it's uh, it's totally my jam, and I, I, and I I love anything that's people first approach to technology. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's probably one of the the core things that will come out during this chat. And yeah. uh, and those that do know me is that's my absolute focus. Is you know the, who we do this for and the the people that use it, it has to make sense to them. It has mm-hmm. to feel intuitive and natural, and like something they want to experience, mm-hmm. especially inside of work technology. Um, when you know we're so used to our our consumer grade tech that we have on our own devices, yeah. that's of a level. Um, so that that's a bit about me. And I guess guess what I what I do inside of work. Outside of that, I'm a big sports fan. I'm a New York Rangers ice hockey fan, I'm a Manchester Hi. City fan,
0: um Hi. I'm um, a we're runner. On opposite sides there. We're on opposite sides there. I'm, I'm <laughs> diehard man. You? <laughs> uh, well, well, I thought we were friends. <laughs> um, I'm yes, a runner. Uh, we're which so enables, friends. <laughs>
2: always,
1: always. A runner, which enables my absolute love of of cake. Um, uh, so <laughs> I love talent. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think I started my career, I came out of university uh, where I did former media studies, which I, I don't use at all, mm-hmm. um, but came out and went straight into to working in IT. So I worked with a, a Cisco Microsoft partner where I found it really intriguing how a techie person and a non-techie person could have the same conversation, but both mm-hmm. come away thinking they'd had a very, very different conversation. <laughs> um, which led me, you know, it a, ticked a lot of my boxes and dug into my inner nerd of of, of techie side of things. But mm-hmm. also I found so intriguing the way that, that people learn from each other, mm-hmm. um, which ultimately led me into my first step in career into to HR, which was in learning and development. Yep. Um, so the intrigue of how our adults learn and you know what people take as a given and where mm-hmm. our assumptions and previous experiences come in and then. How difficult that is sometimes to try to 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 learn in and alongside your 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 job and your day to day, especially if you don't uh, need to. It, mm-hmm. I think if we have to and we're forced to learn new things, mm-hmm. then we're more naturally. Um, actually I guess open to it whereas sometimes within you know work there are Mm -hmm. there are things that that they don't feel necessarily high up on your radar
2: yeah
1: but how do we reduce all of those barriers of um just making that easy accessible interesting Mm -hmm. um technology comes in in a huge part of that uh Mm -hmm. but you know technology in my opinion is an enabler not necessarily just the answer yeah
2: um
1: which may sound quite ironic for me to say um (laughs) And then after that, uh, I left. I was, that uh, that was my career at EE, which is Orange T-Mobile here in the UK. Um, where um, I then co-founded um, a business digital balance DDLX, which is part of uh, Hula and um, from a bespoke offering. Right. And we worked with the likes of Santander, Expedia, Now TV, um, mm-hmm. uh, L'Oreal, um, Vodafone, other large corporates mm-hmm. that we would build them. Um, bespoke content or um, systems so essentially if a customer said can it just the answer was yes it absolutely can mm-hmm. um, if it was done specifically for them
2: right
1: so interesting because there's so many challenges that are, are just repeated across organizations regardless of I guess their their teams, their customers, where they're based, what they do. Uh, there's so many similar similarities that we have, uh, yeah. but then also such unique pockets of, um, of, of challenges and, and changes too. Mm-hmm. Um, so built that up. And then, um, yeah, we, we are where we are today, uh, which is those bespoke services inside of Pula. And then we have our SaaS products, which is the Hub, which I know you've used a little too. Yes, uh, I to. am <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Which is, a, for us, it's um, in its most simplest form, it's a digital launchpad right. to every site, system, application that you may need, um, both inside work, but also inside your personal life.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, because, you know, we're so much more than the work that we do. I'm going to pick up my personal device to check, the Man City School or to order something off Amazon or to, you know, mm-hmm. go and listen to Audible or book a holiday sure. when when we're all allowed to. Um, I'm going to do those things. So enable me to do them because that's true flexibility. Right. Um, it's not about technology that's one size fits all. And when I say that, I mean both in terms of businesses, because I don't believe there's any tech that serves every purpose. Correct. Um, and then also inside of teams and then down to the individual because with Hulu you can truly personalize what that experience feels like yeah. to your people but also the user can personalize them that themselves too so mm-hmm. yeah I, I, I explain it that way or um, if you take the concept of Glastonbury the field is where everybody's different stage or comedy or food or friends all get to have the opportunity to come together yeah. and it's about going to what you want when you want
2: mm-hmm. um, and the
1: experience is very tailored for you mm-hmm. but it all has to come together in the field that is is Glastonbury so that was a that was a chat Steve Brown and I had about Hula, which
0: sort of framed it for him yeah yeah that's that's a really great um illustration of what it (laughs) looks like you know um but you know like everyone still comes together and you know whatever is common to you still brings you together in some form because you're all in that one space so Hula is Cooler is the digital Gladstonebury.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I quite like it. I quite like it. It's just easier to, I guess, to to understand. But from a from a digital point of view, I think the challenge we do have is there's so much tech now. The um, yeah. pandemic has obviously further um, brought technology to the forefront. Um, mm-hmm. Not necessarily because the tech changed right. or or even businesses changed, but right. our situation had to change exactly. because we were no longer able to be together in the same way. Um, we did see departments and teams just going and buying software and technology that made sense for them at that moment in time right um, which we had to do something
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, so I think I think we did see that that real evolution of the use of technology over the past sort of twelve to fifteen months, but right. what we now need to focus on is. How do we start to stabilize that a little bit? Yes, because with that constant change and this constant new, and lots mm-hmm. of people now having places where, and one it's one of my favorite sayings is "You don't know what you don't know."
2: Yeah.
1: So if I don't know, and then I'm also not with somebody, how do I try to find that out exactly. in this multitude of technology, mm-hmm. bringing that together in this kind of one-stop shop, mm-hmm. um, which is Hula is so you know so helpful in terms of productivity aiding when people are are struggling when they don't know where to get to something. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Saves so much time and just enables collaboration. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, Being able to like, I'm experimenting with Hula right now. And thank you so much for allowing me to do that. I really appreciate it. And just being able to like put, for example, articles that I'm reading, mm. And that I want to share in my community or with my team as Disrupt HR um, and things that we're thinking about in terms of how we're going to build um, Disrupt HR Caribbean topics that we want to talk about, they all sit in that one space and the team members can go through it. They can pick it up at any point in time. And I find like sometimes they go, oh, I didn't even know that existed. Yeah. You know so like you're you're able to bring all these things together like i now want to start putting in personal stuff like books that i'm reading and um great vegan recipes that i'm finding um, as i try to eat meatless at least three days a week uh, and and get them to share stuff with me because some of them are vegan so i feel like it's a really great community hub
1: yeah, you're absolutely right. And, and just speaking around collections Erin and, and mm-hmm. library, so this, this thing of this work technology has always been kind of carrot and stick, in mm-hmm. my opinion. So, so firstly, work tech often adds a lot of cognitive load as to, mm-hmm. this is really difficult in terms of a system of either how to get to it or how to use it or mm-hmm. how to do what I need to do whilst I'm here. Yeah. Which given that you're actually using the technology to do a task or to collaborate with people starts to already detract because the tech's hard to use It detracts from what you're doing and what you're doing so what we want to enable is how how do we introduce within work technology somewhere that people want to go because Mm -hmm. it makes sense for them so as a real example there what you've just talked about is a collection is I can have a team collection so our business has changed completely in that Um, a project manager will create a project um, they'll have a collection in Hula and in there they'll have all of the stakeholders all of the um, stand-ups that have happened that were recorded all the project documentation the key Mm -hmm. milestones UAT environments all that kind of stuff right but they'll also have created collections that might be um where you want to go on holidays. so that could be airbnbs flights insurance yes. uh things that you might want to do whilst you're there
2: uh-huh. uh,
1: they might have sh- created those shared collections of recipes so i've got uh my, my cooking repertoire is not vast, i must say um <laughs> uh, the recipes i can cook especially uh-huh. because you can access it on my phone and my ipad right they're all in one place as is my shopping list that accompanies the recipe so, I can in the midweek go and order everything, add everything to the shop. And then on the Saturday, I've got everything that I need in, in one place to go. Right. So the point of that is, I, I'm already wanting to go there because there's there's that need and there's that want. And I have a why that's outside of just the project. Yeah. On so the work side of things, yes, I am going there because somebody shared it with me and that's where all of my project information sits. Uh-huh. But I want to go there. So, I'm quite, it's quite a natural flow for me anyway. Right. Um, and it's really helped from onboarding because managers can then create a collection
0: yes
1: and then share that with their, their new mm-hmm. starter mm-hmm. it isn't just here's an e-learn here's a contract you need to sign yeah. here's another url of you know where you need to book holiday they're able to bring that together there is so some, of the, some of the more boring stuff that yeah. you don't necessarily need on day one yeah They've also added stuff in there, like you know where teams meet for a coffee, or the last team night out, the, the, the photographs <laughs> that people took. Yes. Uh, the LinkedIn profiles of the, 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 the people that they work with. Mm-hmm. Um, and things that are just the more human side of when you join an organization, how do you connect with people and get these shared shared experiences and mm-hmm. shared moments that, again, if you, you're already doing that within the software then when you have to do a word task it just feels so much so much easier and the resistance is far less
0: yeah like I know I just love this software I know like I have this friend and she loves she takes in cats like I mm-hmm. could see her using it to show like the cats that she takes in yeah um like she has four now and they're all black and they're so cute and so pretty but I could see her like using that to put the pictures and go like these are the next these this this is the next set of cats that I'm taking care of for the next four weeks like I could see people using it to go like and you know this is my pet and sharing because you really then get to see people really see the people that you work with yeah. Um, and I love that it kind of humanizes the work it really helps in humanizing the workplace. I think that what you've created here is nothing short of amazing. And I'm really glad to know to know you, to know wholer, um and to be able to experience it and I I would say to any person who is looking for a way to kind of bring your team together if you're struggling with employee engagement in particular like cooler will definitely help you bring it bring it all together, right, Nikki?
1: Yeah, it's um I think I think you know we naturally look at um, engagement and employee experiences and inside of of HR and there are some brilliant um you know there's lots of brilliant software out there Mm -hmm. that point at fooler is to go, well why wouldn't you get the best of that, the best of that, best of that, and then bring that into this one space. Yeah. Now some of that might be HR and l and d software ta, yeah. but lots of that might say in other areas of the business where this is someone sometimes the first time that all of that has the ability to come together to make sense as that employee experience and that employee journey. yeah so we, you know we often sit so fragmented across so many different spaces
2: mm-hmm. um,
1: that you know whoever does does allow that to to come together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we tended to see probably. three three four years ago they you know you would buy by these big big high stack systems that it would be add another module in add another module in and the challenge there is that doesn't allow you necessarily to move and pivot with the business and the changes that happen as we've seen in the past yeah 14 months Mm -hmm. um it's very difficult to to move and adapt when you've got something that's quite rigid um and naturally what that brings with it as well is a lot of clicks to get to what you need yeah on a call with one of our um, our customers the uh, the other day and the challenge that they have to get to internal job postings as an example
2: mm-hmm. and we all
1: know the benefits of uh, you know recruiting and, and promoting from within and talent within and the costs that that you know uh helps reduce and right. you know, the, the, the positivity inside the business of you know um, succession planning and, and really bringing through talent uh-huh. yet some of the challenge that they have is that was 16 clicks to get to those opportunities that actually when you compare that to an external looking on their website mm-hmm. three clicks so already you're giving people externally an advantage over those that work internally yeah. in order to see those those, those signposts of those job opportunities uh-huh. I think things like that we don't don't necessarily think about how we create this level playing field for talent um whereas that's a that's a really good example of in hula that could be a, a feature tile of one click to get to straight to where you want to be yeah um so i think when you start to think of things like that and the more and more people are using the software we're starting to see like work hacks come out which isn't i must admit it ticks my inner nerd um <laughs> in the People want to be able to focus on one task at a time. So as an example, being able to compose an email with one click, rather than see that you've got 60 unread emails, mm. getting straight to the task that you want to do. There's a very real example for me there that I, 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 I work a, sometimes over a weekend and evening. I do not sleep particularly well. And I save my emails in my draft and then I will send them on a Monday. And that's the task that I want to do. I just want to get to the emails I need to send. Yeah. But opening my inbox and seeing emails that I have and flagged the emails, you get distracted and then you perhaps don't do the task yeah. at hand. Yeah. Whereas this work hack of I've now can just go straight to drafts, that saves, saves me so much time in terms of focusing. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's just really, really exciting to start to see the, the more and more of these hacks come through, which is, yeah, yeah it's cool to know that the software that, that, that we build makes that difference for people.
0: hmm it really is amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I really appreciate that you have taken the time to think about being, you know, your career in HR has led you to create this software. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give to HR professionals who are seeing a need very similar to this, but they may not be the tech nerd that, that you are, um, mm-hmm. but they see a need and they want to fill it. What advice would you give to them?
1: I think starting with the problem that you have, because one of the biggest challenges or, or problems that I see in organisations is they try to fix a problem that isn't necessarily there. Um, or it's too, it's quite hard to go from, some, like to, to build something from, from nothing. And it, that can feel sometimes quite challenging when there's lots mm-hmm. of different people involved, possibly politics and nobody nobody can rip and replace nobody has or at least not too many opportunities that you see do people have a complete fresh start by way of team technology process culture um and to kind of see that slowly slowly stepping stone um I think is is important and Mm -hmm. to tackle the wins that you can you can get to quickly um and perhaps not be too stressed of the things that you you can't alter overnight but I think taking people on that journey people understanding the problem and the challenge and the why um and getting that buy-in with the right people at the right times I think is 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 hugely valuable for Mm -hmm. for people because I think if you understand the why you understand the impact you understand the journey to get there um it's such an easier process to take people through
2: yeah Um,
1: Something I'm um, clearly <laughs> H- Hula is 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 the my baby at the ma- yeah. at, at the moment and and is on a part of this this talk. But yeah. you know, even from a technology point of view, you can't rip and replace everything overnight. No. You can't go right. We brought in this new system, this new system, this new system. But actually, if you can bring that together, start to make sense of that as a journey. Look at what's used, what's not used, what do people prefer to use, yeah. how do they use technology and almost start to gather that data so that what you're starting to look at how you change and what you change Mm -hmm. is driven off the back of, of data rather than feeling that you know the business changes
0: yeah and I think that that's so important as HR becomes more analytical to understand how you're using your data in order to create things that are purposeful products and services that are purposeful and not just out of the sake of Something that's happening in the moment, but if you could pick up a trend, the data will show you what the trends are. So
1: yeah, I think I think that data then can really attach to to business data as well. So yeah. rather than I feel like this quite disparate arm away from the business at times, I think if we can start to say, well, you know, this had an impact on you know revenue here because we weren't able to do this from a people planning point of view because of mm-hmm. these challenges, I think you start to be able to to piece together bits of information that either board or C-Sway or or those that, you know, want to do future planning that it starts to help formulate that picture rather than sometimes the the softer side that people can see of HR that they don't necessarily see the tangible data output, which is, you know, we talk about so frequently of
2: Mm -hmm.
1: HR sitting front and centre of, If it wasn't for HR and IT over the past 14, 15 months,
0: I'm not sure that a lot of businesses could carry it on functioning. (laughs) It's been HR and IT all the way through this (laughs) that we've been going through, but without HR and IT it would not be possible. So you are, I totally agree with you there. 100%. Mm. Nikki, tell our beautiful audience today where they can get in contact with or Learn more about Hula, um, purchase Hula, get a demo. How do they do all of that?
1: So, you could either get in touch with me, which hopefully, Julie, if you're right, to pop my okay. LinkedIn profile in the show notes, yep. um, or you can visit hula.io, and Hula is spelled H U L E R, where you can learn more about what Hula is, what it does, the benefits it offers. Um, and then there's also the opportunity to sign up for a free account which gets you 10 seats, completely free of charge. We need to have a play, a little explore um, and start to see the the impact on productivity, time-saving personalization and collaboration that Hula can have.
0: Awesome. I will include those links in the bottom of the comments of this episode for sure so that people can dive right in and experience Hula for themselves. So thank you so much for that. Nikki tell us what are you reading watching listening to right now that you think other HR professionals would enjoy
1: oh that's a really good question so I'm um just in the middle of rereading
0: Poe Tim's um book transformational HR yeah you got it Yes. Yeah. oh so my gosh yes he just um, read the second edition I'm so proud of yeah. I'm
1: incredibly proud um mm-hmm. it's I think the first book was so so well grounded and researched mm-hmm. and the way that Perry puts things across is you know oh so yeah, oh, yeah. Um, but I, I think the actually the additions you know that he's he's he spent time um uh, focusing on just recently just further cement the, the the topic so I would highly highly recommend that
2: mm-hmm.
1: um in terms of podcasts, lots of the, the the similar and the same that that probably we all listen to. So, a big fan of the HR Social Hour. Yeah, um, really enjoying um, Lars um, at the moment and the guests mm-hmm. that he has on from Redefining HR. Mm-hmm. Um, incredible um, topics that and people that he's getting on. Um, and yeah, enjoying the the kind of open source community that he's starting to set up in a minute. I think the more of us pull together and. we're so much stronger together and I think I like I love the concept of actually you know how do you create these cohorts and these communities that um, we're able to share and collaborate regardless Mm -hmm. of where we are Mm -hmm. and so yeah there's some things I'm 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 really enjoying at the moment.
0: Awesome thank you so much I'll be including those links as well as your resources um, in the bottom of this podcast comments. The big question Nikki that one thing about our profession, HR, that people get wrong, that one thing that bothers you, that these, this misconception that people have that really bothers you, that you want to set the record straight on right here, right now? What's that one thing that you want to get on your soapbox about today?
1: Oh, Where to stop? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think HR often gets seen as the the, the policy drivers and the good cop, bad cop, and the people that are pulled in when there's a problem or when there's, you know, when there's um, disciplinary to go through or there's yep. a, you know, before something enormous has even become a challenge or a problem for folks, we've got to have these big, big old policies that cover us for so many things of eventuality mm-hmm. rather than just actually let's treat people like, like human beings, like adults. Yep. Let's trust them. Um, and if needed... Then let's feedback to people in a timely and, and appropriate manner. But almost the, the simplicity of just, just do the right thing. Like, let's not overcomplicate and let's not allow the business sometimes to use HR as that stick to beat people with. Yeah. Um, I think that would be my main one, or that HR is too too woke or too fluffy and when we talk about people first that people don't connect with just how tangible and important those words are yes um, i would say they would be my 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 key things (laughs)
0: let me ask you this what does people first mean for you as a ceo of your own company what does it mean for you
1: i think it it, it's very hard we we build um products and content for people that use work technology. So people first for, for us in what we do is hugely important and what we embody internally because we are also the people that go through using that that technology, go through mm-hmm. how we collaborate with each other. How do we make sure that culture is is correct? How do we move to this now of work where we are in different spaces, different places? But we're, you know, we're all working towards the same mission because Mm -hmm. we communicate and we we share that that purpose. Um, And I think that for me is about what people first is. It's, I mean, it's what we do as a business, but it's who we are. Um, That's, you know, I think I think that probably summarizes it. Is it for me that you know I I truly do believe that people are our most important asset, and um, we we should value them. We should. We should trust them. We should surround ourselves with people that are different to us to widen our lens um, and further sort of have rich, rich cultures and um, great ways to, to create and, and communicate internally across our, our people that, that, you know, that we, mm-hmm. we interact with. And I think that's what People First is, is for me. Obviously, businesses need to make money. Of course, they do. Yeah. Um, So the people we do it for, the people that we have in our organizations are, I think it's the the people element that resonates with me all the time because people can quite quickly become a number or a head count or a a user at the end of a piece of software. And I think as soon as you start to change that language and move away from people, you lose the the connection with a human being.
0: Mm -hmm. That's so beautiful and profound. Thank you. Profound on a Friday afternoon. Profound oh, <laughs> on a Friday. Look at you. <laughs> no, I have to I have to agree with you. And I think um it's so great that you not only have that HR background, you're running your own business, you're creating great people experiences through technology, but that you understand the importance of human beings and allowing people to bring their human to work and experience you know that interaction with other people without feeling you know bashed or brashed or you know somewhere around the corner someone's going to come beat me with a policy with a policy stick um Mm. no not at all you know it's important that people know that they can be themselves and, and bring their a full human to work and I, I believe that that's important to know that you are part of something so amazing. It's an honour to have Hooler, um, you know, be on board and, and sponsor this episode of, of HR Soundoff so I thank you so much for that. Nice Thanks for being here today Nikki and sharing your story and your insights and opening up this beautiful space that you are calling Hooler. Um, this community, this technology that you are creating to create great people experiences. Thank you so much. Thank you
1: for having me, my friend.
0: You are absolutely welcome. That wraps up today's episode of HR Sound Off. But um, listen out for more episodes as we come along the way. We are 60 plus going strong uh, and it's going to get better every single time. So thank you for joining me. Thank you thank you for joining us in the sound booth today i hope that you found the information in this episode really useful you can follow hr sound off on all social media platforms instagram facebook linkedin and also be sure to subscribe to our youtube channel thanks to anchor fm for helping me put this information together for you and our sponsors hire tool and i will see you again when we next sound off